Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I just want to take a moment to uh, express my gratitude to all the fans of, of my podcast, Retro Blessed. Just thank you for just to even be nominated really is an honor. And to win the award for best podcast ever is amazing. I can't believe that this happened. I want to thank, uh, I want to thank uh, my mom, uh, my dad. Johnny. Uh, Trevor, I want to thank Trevor. I'm glad you're here. I want to thank Trevor. Oh, hold up. Y- yeah. Trevor, I'm kind of in the middle of something here. This is major. Um, I think there's been a misunderstanding. What do you, no, we won an award. Um, and I'm saying things. That's what you should do when you win an award. Do you, okay, Trevor, I, let's, let me put it this way before you say another word. Uh-huh. If you won something, would you not have to thank people for it? Would not, not be the, yeah. that would be the smart thing to do, right? Here's the thing. You gotta be grateful. We're a grateful podcast. I believe there are awards for podcasts. Yeah, and we just won one. Is that not amazing? Uh, we were not nominated, and we certainly have not won anything. So you're saying that we've won the award for 2016 Best Podcast. Uh, we also won the Newcomer of the Year. Uh, we won Breakout Artist of the Year. I mean, I this think, is amazing. I, I think you dreamt all this. What do you mean? I think that you just, you either made it up intentionally and you are delusional and you believe it, or you like had a really vivid dream and you still haven't completely woken up because this this didn't happen. Um, in my heart, it happened, but we didn't win anything. No, this is this is real. This is real. Like pinch me. Ow! See that hurt. That hurt really bad. So you're just delusional then. I'm not delusional. I'm Santa Claus. So you're saying we actually won all these awards? We won these awards. You know what? I think I can believe it. You can. Yeah. You're delusional with me. Yeah. You could be one of my helper elves. <laughs> and what you know what Santa does after he's already delivered all these amazing gifts and podcasts across the world, you know what he does the next day? He puts the reindeer down. Okay, okay. Sorry, that was kind of dark. <laughs> well, what I was going to lead to was <laughs> this. You're supposed to end this a long time ago. It's not my fault. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? Just like the reindeer that you just blew away. I was going to lead us to the end of this little spiel. Should we just start all over, do you think? Hey, (laughs) what podcast is this? It's Retro Retro Blitz! True retro bliss fashion, I'm going to fail well below the mark. Welcome to this brand new episode, episode number 33. I just, I just want to say, first of all, uh, more casualties in our opening. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Second of all, this was all your fault. <laughs> this wasn't that. because of me. <laughs> I just didn't know where you're going with it, so I just had to say something. You said delusional, so I said I was Santa Claus. I thought it just sold itself. 
Oh, yeah, I get it now. So, yeah. <laughs> Episode 33. Yeah. I'm Johnny. I'm... <laughs> that was not on no purpose. He's Johnny. <laughs> I'm Trevor. This is going to be the greatest uh, podcast ever to do a year-end episode, is yep. this one. This what That's what I'm trying to say, is in professional podcasting fashion, is that this is our year-end spectacular. Yep. So we decided to do a 2016 year-in-review awards special, we should have given it a name, episode. I like it. We're, yeah. That's good what we just did. So yeah, well, this is not going to be our usual episode. We're not covering a new game. Nope. We're actually reflecting on 2016 and handing out all kinds of awards and um being kind of mediocre i mean that's we were lazy for one right this was actually an easy episode to make yeah <laughs> we didn't have to do very much right so that's great and also uh we were we, the first time ever since we went weekly that we missed an episode was last week oh my goodness because trevor coughed up all his insights <sighs> so it's been two and a half weeks now and i'm still very i mean i still can tell i probably stopped up still it was ridiculous i coughed up <laughs> The kitchen sink. <laughs> I coughed up uh, a litter of kittens. I think I mentioned that. Now, I will say, though, since we have seen or at least listened to each other since during that week when you had your cough, you've much improved because you can oh, say yeah. a sentence now without coughing. I really wanted to record. I mean, I didn't want to miss a, a week. Um, but I knew how it would sound. <laughs> See, there he goes. There he goes. <laughs> it would have been that, like, went to the 15th level, though. Johnny's like, no, we're not doing that to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, I, I really wanted to record. I was sad, but it would and that, not have worked. And you know, you know how much I hate our listeners. And for me to even say that, it means your cough was terrible. Are we going to cut that out? No. Okay. Keeping everything. <laughs> we're what? keeping an opening. We're keeping everything. <laughs> well, I like our listeners. <laughs> so yeah, let's just, this is an awful, awful train wreck. Yeah. So welcome to a Retro Blist. I mean, that's who, who we are. <laughs> yeah. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Let's so, get all the fun stuff out of the way first, since after they listen to that, it's obvious they're going to stick around. Yeah, so why don't you follow us on uh, Instagram, at Retro Blist, and follow us on Facebook, at Retro Blist. I'm still deciding I might just put Twitter in the ground, because apparently <laughs> like, I really... Like those reindeer? <laughs> yeah. Apparently I really just don't know how to do Twitter, because we have like eight followers on there. Yeah, but our Instagram is starting to get better. Yeah, our better. Instagram is, is getting better, and our Facebook's improving. Well, people are starting to interact on Facebook, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, and if you you know follow us on Twitter, then let me know to not let it die on the vine. But I'm considering it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Instagram, Facebook, please follow us at Retro Bliss. At Retro Bliss. All right, Trevor, uh, and also, well, let's just say this real quick: you can follow me on Instagram at Johnnyism28. I'll put my art up there as well as uh, my other podcast. History Creeps will show up on there at some point. All right, Trevor. It's that time of the year. It's We're literally, as of this recording, we are a day away from the new year. Exactly. So, of course, like all your shows and your podcasts and such, excuse me. <laughs> we're not ready for the bodily function update yet. That's later. <laughs> I felt it coming up as I was talking, but I was hoping <laughs> I could get past it, but it didn't oh. happen. So anyway, I apologize to our listeners for that. If you're listening on headphones... Let me know how that sounds in 3D. The <laughs> sound could be in 3D, right? Sure. <laughs> this is the biggest train wreck we've ever recorded. I we're not changing anything. I don't like restarting it. I'm going to start coughing no, if I talk too much. We're not going to restart it at all. This is just going how it's going. It's a new year. And like every other podcast out there, we thought we would be original and think of doing a year-end episode about the past year. So it? welcome to Season 2 of Retro Bliss. <laughs> yeah. We're worse than before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put this cough drop in my mouth. You know when shows say for the new year they're new and improved? We cannot make that claim. No. Listen, we're weekly. 
Except for, you know, when I was sick for two and a half weeks. Then we were just weekly, W-E-A-K. So, <laughs> <laughs> we're weekly. You can't expect quality when we're weekly. If you hear the word retro-blessed and think podcast, you do not think quality first. Right. That's just not going to happen. That's enough self-deprecation. Okay. <laughs> We've hit our quota. Okay. All so, right. yeah, this this episode, we're going to... smell. <laughs> Johnny smells. We're going to kind of just give you a flow, because I actually wrote some things down. Uh, to try to be professional. Okay. I don't know why I did that. You gonna give us some stats or something? Yeah, so, over our 32 episodes, this is episode number 33. Okay. We've actually covered 37 games, uh, because we, you know, had multiple games in a series on one episode. We would double or triple up. Right. So, we are a game-by-game weekly podcast. That's how we bill ourselves. But, from time to time, we're still gonna cover... When it makes sense. Multiple games, right. So, we cover 37 games, um... That's about all the stats I have. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm glad, and, uh, you did, I'm glad you did all that work. <laughs> I think we've done okay. I mean, we're at episode 33, and we did. We started in 2016, right? I mean, I know we had a very... When we started off, we were very slow. Yeah. But we're going to say we started in 2016. I think we did. It was, it was towards the earlier of the year. Right. If we had... Uh, this is our 33rd episode, or 52 weeks in a year. When we started out, we did every two weeks. Right. And then we... And but still, that didn't last very long. We quickly switched to weekly. Right. So we pretty much stuck with that. So I'm glad we're. I bet people will just love this talk right here. Oh yeah, pat ourselves <laughs> on the back. Yeah, that's all though. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna start going through some awards for the games we played <laughs> in 2016, and then we're gonna have our top 10 games that Retro Bliss covered in 2016. And then a very special Bliss quiz. Right. So stick around for that. Or we're, not. We're gonna have some comments from the listeners too. So if you've been interacting with us on the social meds, uh, look forward to hearing your name read over this mediocre podcast. Meads. Just shorten it. Meds. Meds. <laughs> Social meds. I hate it when people shorten things. But yeah, I just did that. Yeah, you just did. Right. Man. I'm going to kill myself. LOL. All right. Now, what we decided to do was we, we had a few categories. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the cough medicine I've had. That's why I'm losing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We broke down. We put some games into some categories. We have not looked at each other's list on any of these. We don't know what any of us are going to bring up. But we're going to have different categories before we get to our top ten list. The first category, of course, is of all the games we played, what were our biggest disappointments? Right, so the biggest disappointment of 2016, and this is all just games we played for the podcast, not all games ever. Yeah, that's right. So keep that in mind. Just These are just out of the list of the games that we have played for this show. Right, 37 games total we played for the show. Those are the games eligible for this. all these lists we're covering. So what you're saying is, out of all the games that we played, only for this show. What's your biggest disappointment? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm going to do my honorable mentions first. Okay. Okay. My honorable mentions were, because this was, these were tough categories to break these down, honestly, to come down. Yeah. To I, I tried to pick some tough categories and it kind of bit us in the foot. Okay. So my, I'm going to go with, first I had Home Alone, hmm. but then I kind of realized that in a weird way, I sort of enjoyed it. So yeah. I scratched it out. I think that was closer to biggest surprise for me almost. Well, that's what I'm saying. So that yeah. led me to, I was like, well, I can't do Home Alone, but I can put Beauty and the Beast on there. Yeah. And that was a disappointment for me, and this is an honorable mention, mm-hmm. because I felt that anytime I see a Disney game in Nintendo or Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis, I yeah. honestly expect a good, fun game. Right. Because they have that, for me, they've always been good, fun games. I mean, right. we covered uh, we covered a couple already. Tailspin and Little Mermaid were both fun games in the end. But this just seemed like a lazy game. That one mm-hmm. level was very lazy. Right. And it was just ridiculously difficult and a waste of a good uh, franchise, honestly. So that's my first honorable mention. 
Yeah, I can't disagree with that. That game was so much worse than it should have been. Yeah. What about you, what's, what's the honorable mention for you? Uh, are we just going to do one honorable mention? Or, you want me to go, okay, I'll go ahead and get both mine so we'll get through yeah, these quicker. Yeah, let's do that. Or my other one was Three Stooges. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I grew up loving Three Stooges. <clears throat> Love them. I can still watch them to this day and laugh because it's right. just fun. Uh, fr- uh, anybody can watch his slapstick humor. And I really, like, Three Stooges and Mr. Bean are, like, are very much similar for me for those. Yeah. Because it's just very slapstick and dumb. Mm-hmm. And, but anybody can really kind of watch them, and I love them. So when I played that game, honestly, I didn't know what to expect. Like, how do you make a game of Three Stooges? <laughs> but then the opening made you think it's going to be great. Yeah, the opening had the uh, opening Ghostbusters joke. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know what? This is going to be great. And then it was all downhill from yeah. there. It was just terrible. Uh, yeah, I can agree with those picks. Do you want to give me a go and get my honorable mentions? Yeah, honorable mention it out. So I also picked Beauty and the Beast as an honorable mention for biggest disappointment. The only I'll be honest with you, the only reason this wasn't my biggest disappointment is because I knew it was a Disney game, but it was not made by um Capcom. Capcom right. or Virgin Interactive. Who I believe were kind of the well, Capcom was the biggest. Yeah. But yeah, it was my- Sunsoft, so I still expected something. And it was just the more we played it, the more we realized how terrible it was. Yeah, I think that one was more of a disappointment for what it could have been than right. anything. And then Skate or Die 2 actually picked as my other runner-up for biggest disappointment. I know the game has a reputation for not necessarily being good, but the gameplay was just not very much fun at all. They, You know what really disappointed and I agree with that one too, what yeah. really disappointed me about that game is that the setup for it where it's like a, where you're on a skateboard and you kind of, it's almost like it's story-driven in a way. Yeah. And I, a cool idea. It was a really neat idea, and I like the concept of it. Mm-hmm. But just the actual execution of it was just not done good right. at all. So what is your actual biggest disappointment then? I think you're going to know. <laughs> I'm a humongous comic book fan. I yeah. love anything. I love, I love both. I'm one of the rare ones where I love both Marvel and DC. It's your two right. biggest ones. So, like, so obviously I love X-Men. Uh-huh. Uncanny X-Men. By far, hands down. <laughs> this game's going to come up a lot for me in this list. But biggest disappointment, hands down. Hands down. Not even close. Because you think X-Men... Honestly, the other X-Men games that have come along mm-hmm. are, at the very least, playable. Mm-hmm. And this doesn't even hit that. I can't even call this game playable. Well, it might surprise you this was not the one I chose from my biggest disappointment. Although, spoiler, it might appear later on this <laughs> yeah. list. Yeah, same here. <laughs> and it's only because it got off it got off scot-free because I did play this when I was younger. And I remember it being horrible then. So it didn't, it didn't really disappoint me. It was exactly what I remembered. It's a piece of garbage. Yeah, it's exactly it's, what I remembered. We're being nice. Right. Yeah. So actually, my biggest disappointment, and it was because I really expected a lot out of it, it was Tailspin for the Sega Genesis. Uh, now, very specific. We covered the NES version and the Sega Genesis version in the same episode. The Genesis version was a big disappointment to me because I, Tailspin is cool. It's a Disney game. It was actually developed by Sega. It's two players simultaneous, but it created or committed the ultimate sin of being boring. You know what? I have to agree with you. I, it's really weird. When I was going through the list of games that we covered when I got to the Tailspin episode. I even forgot about that one. I only thought yeah. about the NES version. Yeah. It's so that kind of goes. That kind of goes along with what you're saying. Yeah. That game had everything going for it too. It's a Disney franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a show that we both remember growing up, and it holds up pretty well. And it show. holds up pretty well. And on top of that, it's two players at the same time. Yeah, it's, it should have been golden. And it just wasn't. It no. just was just boring. You're right. So X-Men got off scot-free because I already knew how bad it was. 
Yeah. Tailspin surprised me with how disappointing it was. I think overall, overall, I got to agree with your list, so I can't, okay. I can't knock any of those out. All right. So do you want me to start off with the next one then? Yeah, go ahead. What's the next category? So we want to try to be more positive than negative. So our next category right. is biggest. Cool. Wait, what? I was going to say, let's set this up like a reward show. Okay. So the next category is, and then you say it, then we're going to put a bunch of claps and stuff. Okay. I want to tell the people what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> it's good we're deciding this now. Yeah. Well, I'll let people behind the scenes. All right. So our next category is biggest surprise of 2016. That was good applause. So this is a game that we played for the show, and it surprised us with how much we enjoyed it. So do you, I'll go and get my runner-ups. Yeah, go ahead. So my first runner-up for biggest surprise was Tailspin for the NES. This game was just so much fun. It really was. It was a it's a two D shooter. It's very it, hard though. It's very, very difficult. difficult. Yeah, but the game is good. You're right. It, it's just fun. I highly recommend it. And it made the Genesis version seem that much more disappointing. Yeah. Um, and my second runner up was Monster Party, which was our second episode. Yeah. The game was just so quirky and cool. Um, I had to put it on here somewhere. So it was a runner-up for Biggest Surprise. I almost put that one on mine. I was, yeah. it was, if I would have done four games on here, that would have made it. Right. So those are my two runner-ups. What do you got for Biggest Surprise? All right. My, my first Biggest Surprise was Bad News Baseball. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. And it's not that I hate baseball. It's, prob- it's probably my second favorite sport overall behind basketball. But it's, I just don't care enough, usually. Right. Does that make any sense? I don't hate it, but I don't, I don't search it out either. Right. Bad News Baseball was simple enough yet deep enough at the same time mm-hmm. for me to really get into it and have a have a fun time. That's one of the few games, uh, baseball games, that if you said, hey, let's play that, I'd be like, okay, right. we're going to play that because it was fun. I really had a good time playing that game. Uh, the second one would be Pokemon Pinball. For yeah. Me. And it's more because I've always loved pinball, so that wasn't mm-hmm. the issue. It was Pokemon. And before I get... You know, shot in the face for mm. hating on Pokemon, like this reindeer. <laughs> Just leave them no, on the ground. No reindeer were hurt during the filming of this right. episode. By the way, I don't even know any reindeer. But really, I don't think I've. I think I've seen maybe one or two ever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, it's not that I hate Pokemon. I'm just never cared. It just was nothing. My sister loved it a lot growing up, so that probably helped me not like yeah. it very much growing up because I had to watch it so much. Mm-hmm. But Pokemon Pinball was a very fun game. Honestly, oh, yeah. I had a great time, and there's a lot more to it. And that's a game that I could see myself really putting some hours into. Right. And I've owned that game for years, so it really wasn't eligible for my biggest surprise, I guess. But you're right. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. So, Trevor, what is your number one biggest surprise game that we covered? <laughs> well, this may not surprise you, but it surprises me. I picked Berenstein Bears Camping Adventure <laughs> for the Sega Genesis. Before you go any further... I have the same thing for number one. I thought you might. Yeah. The, that was the biggest surprise. Here's the, here's why. Okay, it's Berenstain Bears. Yeah. A very much a children's book series. Very much so. It wasn't made by Sega, but it was in the Sega Club line, which were games that were like, hey, Sega games, you know, kids can play Sega games, but these are just for kids. Yeah. That's what the Sega Club line was. But this game, two-player simultaneous, cooperative, truly cooperative gameplay, it was just a blast. It was a lot of fun. It looked good. It sounded fine, and it was so much fun. This so. was a, this was a game that, even though it's a franchise that growing up I really loved as a kid. Yeah, I was expecting so little from it. I yeah. honestly thought we were going to put in a broken game and just yeah. have a game that we couldn't even play really, and just hate on it for how either a how simple it was or b just that it just didn't work. Right. <laughs> 
but I really love this game. Yeah. It's my number one as well for my biggest surprise. I was blown away by how much I really like this game, how much fun I have playing it. Out of all the games we played this year, if you would have told me that I would have loved Bernstein Bears this much, a video, the video <laughs> game version of it, I would have thought you were just making a joke or something. Right. But I truly, truly love that game. And I can't, honestly, if anybody asked me for recommendations for Genesis games, that would be up there for me. If you told me that you had somebody you were going to play with, I would, I would absolutely recommend this game. I don't know if we played it single player only, if we would have, if we would have made this list. But as a two player co-op, it's just, it's a must play for the Sega Genesis. And it's a true co-op, cause when you're, right. cause you have to help each other out to get to places. Right, so. I think that's our biggest surprise because we both just couldn't believe how much we enjoyed that game. All right, Trevor, our next category is the most fun multiplayer game. All right, Trevor, I'm going to give you my two runner-ups first. Okay. Uh, My first (laughs) runner-up, this is totally cheating, but I put two here. (laughs) Uh, Any of the Nintendo 64 wrestling games. Yeah, I put here because they're all kind of the same, but you know what I mean, right? So I'll just say No Mercy because that's probably the one people think of the most. Yeah, I'll put WWF at the time, No Mercy, and Rock and Roll Racing. I put together. Okay. Now, Rock and Roll Racing is also probably both of these games honestly hold a lot of my childhood in them. Mm-hmm. So that's probably part of why I have them in this list in the first place mm-hmm. because I just remember how much I loved them. But also, when me and you were playing these, it brought back all the memories of how fun these are playing with somebody else. Oh yeah. I mean, Rock and Roll Racing is just like a, if you took an RC program and just upped it and put rock music to it and made a multiplayer, and it's just so much fun. And wrestling, obviously, is just mm-hmm. fun with another person. So, And then my other one is... Uh, so you had three runner-ups. Technically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my other one was NBA Jam. Oh, yeah. So that just speaks for itself. It's just a fun, it's a fun game where, especially if you have friends over and you can just have a blast just goofing off doing ridiculous dunks and stuff. This was probably the hardest one for me, and I guess I could have given like eight runner-ups like you did. <laughs> but, I mean, I totally believe NBA Jam and Rock and Roll Racing deserve to be talked about when you're talking about most fun multiplayer games. But as far as games we played for the show, I picked for my runner-ups um, Diddy Kong Racing, because I remember how great it is as a multiplayer game. It's got up to four-player split-screen for the tracks and for the battle mode. Um, it's a great multiplayer game. And also... I just really had to think about it. I put, actually, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heist as a runner-up because that would still be fun single-player, but I just love playing that two-player. Yeah. And I enjoyed playing that for the show. Uh, so those are my runner-ups for uh, most fun multiplayer game we played this season. Well, to piggyback off that, my number one game for uh, most fun multiplayer is uh, Ninja Turtles Hyperstone oh. Heist. That's my number one. A good pick. Honestly, any of these, except for the first Ninja Turtles game, just because it's so different from the other right. ones, and we need to cover that one at some point. By the way, uh, is that it's just it's a it to me any well, you can probably put any of these kind of games where you're going through the streets beating up people. Yeah, if you add a friend to it, it just ups the fun level oh, yeah. to a crazy amount. So I, I had to I had to put it in there. I just had so much fun, yeah. and we both love turtles too, and it helps out a lot. I easily could have put Hyperstone Heist as my most fun multiplayer. Actually, picked the wrestling games. Specifically, No Mercy for the Nintendo 64. Um, it's probably the one I'm least likely to play by myself, but it's such an incredible multiplayer game. I just remember playing this, you know, with me, you, and my brother, playing yeah. a three player. You had the ladder matches, the table matches in No Mercy, the cage matches. 
It's just a cornucopia of multiplayer goodness. Yeah, I like how you could say cornucopia just fine, but multiplayer. But not multiplayer, yeah. <laughs> yeah multiplayer can be difficult. So yeah, I mean, any of the N64 wrestling games in this series that we covered in that episode. And you know what, you know what else about those games too is the fact that the Nintendo 64 really was a great multiplayer machine. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's one of the first systems to come up with four uh, controller right. ports in the, just from the outset. It, and it did, and I thought all systems uh, after that would copy it. But pretty much only Nintendo systems did, and then the Dreamcast, which had more controller ports. Yeah. But yeah, you just, no mercy. I'm not even really a wrestling fan, but you cannot go wrong with that game for multiplayer parties. So as far as games we covered this year, I actually picked it for my most fun multiplayer. Well, so Trevor, what is our next category? Well, we're going to get negative again. Okay. So our next category is the worst game we played for the show in 2016. So, <laughs> this one might not be much of a surprise to anyone, but, we'll you, get, but I'm going to give the runner-ups first. Okay. So, the worst games we played for the show. My runner-up, actually, I only picked one runner-up because I think it deserves a standalone. Okay. And that is Beauty and the Beast, Roar of the Beast. Okay. For the Sega Genesis. It's just, it's the only game we played for the show that I wanted to go back and rate it lower after <laughs> the show was over. That is true. That yeah. is true. That is one, because you actually... Here's another spoiler alert. Trevor and I are actually very good friends, and we talk even not on this show all the time. So that's one of the games that you actually sent me a text about later, and you're like, I wanted to rate this lower. Right. I think I rated it a three and a half out of ten. <laughs> Which is already low. And I guess, I mean, we've already established I'm kind of a weird person. Actually went, <laughs> after the show, I actually went home and played the game again, and actually managed to beat the first level legitimately. And I realized this game is nothing but a repeating loop of the same background over and over. Uh-huh. There's basically five to ten minutes of gameplay is all there is in this game. And they just make the controls terrible and the enemies cheap so you don't realize how short it is. It's a terrible game. And it any other year, this probably would have been my worst game of the year. But, you know. I, I can't disagree with you. Yeah. Though I did not put it on my list. Because uh-huh. there were other games that I felt deserved it yeah. just as much. Even though, like, if you look at my list, you can see that I had Beauty and the Beast written and I marked it oh, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, I do have two runner-ups. The okay. first one I think you'll definitely agree with me with, and that would be that Olympic gold game that we played. <laughs> yeah. uh, for uh, We actually rated it lower than Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. It just didn't cause as much anger for me. Well, I think going into it, we, we were not expecting much. Yeah. And it definitely delivered our expectations. <laughs> yes. Uh, some of the game, it's a, it's a... How would you? It's different. It's a games mini game one, compilation yeah, of Olympic games, but most of the mini games don't even work well. They they seem broken almost. We we did not know how to do it, so for us, it was definitely a terrible game. Yeah, we could not figure it yeah. out. I tell you that much. So that's that's my first runner up. I can't disagree with that. Okay, my second one, you're going to disagree with. This is our first. Oh, no. I already know what it. I, I already know, know what it is. Resident Evil Code Veronica. Oh, I thought it was going to be Iron Tank. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll let that one pass. I would play that one before I play Resident Evil Code Veronica. I should have thought about that. You know, I guess, spoiler, somehow Resident Evil Code Veronica managed to not make any of my lists at all. But, yeah, I mean, it was kind of... I let, you pretty let, much just watched me play. Let me get this out of yeah. the way. Let me get this out of the way. I am not hating on this franchise. I do like 4 and 5 quite a bit. They're fun games. and that Which is probably blasphemy to some people. <laughs> yeah. But I hate, 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 hate... <laughs> Cannot say how much I hate the controls of that game. They're not good. <laughs> I get the point of trying to make it more difficult to add to the yeah. scariness of it, 
but it doesn't make it more scary. It just makes me more mad that the game's not <laughs> controlling right. You know, I can't argue with that. I think I did try to argue with it when we recorded the episode, but the controls really aren't good. I still enjoyed the game in some weird way, though, and I want to go back and play it more. Yeah, in all but, fairness, the atmosphere was great, though. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah, I, I can understand that. You really did not enjoy no. watching me play that game. I watched you play it. I could tell the frustration you had. I played that game a long time ago, yeah. and it brought back memories of how much I hated it, and I didn't even want to play it. <laughs> but I'm glad that didn't make your... That was just a runner-up. Yeah. If you picked anything besides what I hope you pick for the worst game. We could probably say this one at the same time. You ready? Right. Three, Three, two, one. Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men. X-Men. Yep. <laughs> the very first episode, I don't know why we picked this game to cover. <laughs> but I don't think we'll ever play a game that's worse than this one. I would love it if we would, if we would honestly. If you told me that they were going to make an X-Men game and make it a top-view game, first of all, that would blow me away until you yeah. even thought that that would be a good idea. Yeah, so you can't even really see the characters, you're just yeah. looking at their heads. Yeah, and they would make most of the characters pointless in the first place. Yeah, your ability is jump or do a horrible punch. Yeah. And if you would take these super-powered human beings, or super-powered mutants, right. and just take everything that's cool about them and just throw it out the window. Yeah. <laughs> Not a good idea. And if you told me that the worst enemy would be the gates, trying to get through the gates. Oh. <laughs> this episode, being our first episode, is the one that made my wife question why we uh, involve so much, you know, bodily function and poop jokes. Yeah, but it deserved it. I told her it's the game. It's not <laughs> yeah, that... The game deserved it. I mean, we're not claiming to be super intelligent. No, we, not at all. People we, can say that. They can just listen and get that, that we're right. not super intelligent. <laughs> but this game just inspires you to just talk about potty humor. Yeah. Because it's what it is. It's You've got to entertain yourself because the game's not doing it. It's a, it's a floater of a game. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> it's a number two of a game. You're right. right. It definitely... It's a... It's a dropping the kids off at the pool kind of a game. So congratulations, LJN and the Uncanny X-Men for the worst game RetroBliss covered in 2016. Yeah. And so, probably ever. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I went back and listened to that episode before this one, mm-hmm. and I don't think I actually ever gave it an actual score. <laughs> so let, me, now, let yeah. me officially give it a score now. One. Mm. So we totally agreed. And the only reason it's getting a one is because it's an actual game. Yeah, I think we decided if it plays when you turn it on and you can do stuff then it gets a one that's yeah, the minimum it technically rating. gets a one because i couldn't move around and if i had an ability like cyclops to shoot bacon out of my eyes which is not his superpower by the way oh yeah, yeah. but you know he shoots optic blast not bacon and this game is definitely bacon <laughs> it's definitely bacon in this game <laughs> so a one definitely a one that's a one in the game all right trevor so that's that's our awards part of the show now before we get into the top 10 countdown mm-hmm the the meat of this episode. Right. Speaking of meat. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's give the fans what they want. We actually had requests for this, so I'm sorry if you don't like this segment. So we're gonna we're gonna do it because we love our fans. Mm-hmm. And Trevor, what is this segment gonna be called? <laughs> Gout update twenty sixteen. <laughs> Now, so, the, our first, what? I don't remember how many episodes. Our, definitely our first handful of episodes were just filled with gout. <laughs> yes. A lot of gout talk. Yeah. A ton of gout talk. And we kind of went away from that because, honestly, we didn't have very much gout. <laughs> it went <laughs> yeah. away. And thankfully, us and our, you would think we're old people talking about gout, but we're in our 30s. <laughs> right. So. so, gout sort of became a special guest <laughs> for our first few shows yeah. because 
I think I had gout and I'd never had gout before. I didn't even know what it was. And it was so painful. Yeah. And then you had it. And so like it kind of dominated our conversation. Yeah. But we had it in different areas. Like yeah. you had it in your, was it your foot? Yeah. And I, and I had it in my hand. Yeah, which is terrible for me because I'm an artist. That's what I try right. to make money. So I couldn't even draw for it. And like, I walk, so it was terrible for me too. <laughs> because you're a person. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so let's give a gout update, Trevor. Trevor, how is your gout? Actually, since the last time we talked about it on the show, I've been very blessed to not have had any new gout. That's so I'm sorry that's a lame update, but that's just how it is. Well, I'll make the update better. I've had gout. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was anyway. Uh, it was in my... Uh, is in my knee area. I actually went to the doctor for this. So I'll have another update soon, I'm assuming, when I go back in for more tests. <laughs> so, uh, Michael Thompson, I think you were the one who yeah. requested so a, a gout update. You're so. welcome, Thompson. I hope so you're happy with yourself. You're welcome. Yeah. That's your gout update. Gout update. The last gout update of 2016. Hope for more to come in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a very fun first half of the show. It was. Uh, but to bring the pun level down, I think it's time for a commercial break. I think you're right. Now, Trevor... When you think of 2016, you probably don't think of very many positive things. Like everybody else on social media, you probably blame the year itself for all these terrible things <laughs> yeah. that have happened. I'm going to give you this one product that will change your mind completely. Wow. Are you ready for this? Yes. Roll it. Hey guys, this is Anthony Mullen from Back Issues Comic Book Podcast. If you're listening to this, that means you're in the middle of a commercial break for one of our great podcasts on our network, BICBP Radio. On our network, you can find this show as well as other great podcasts like Retro Blist, You Break It, You Potted, Cellar Dwellers, and more. So get over to our website, the BICBP-radio.com, and discover all the amazing content we have to offer. Keep checking back for new shows coming soon. That's the BICBPradio.com. We'll see you there. See what I mean? Oh, yeah. Good because I didn't get that out of that at all. No. I'm totally lying to you. I was just agreeing. Yeah, I know you were. <laughs> so, Trevor, it's time for the biggest part of this episode. Mm-hmm. Out of the 30, what games? 37? 37. Out of the 37 games we played, we're going to give you a top 10 countdown of our personal favorite games. We have not looked at each other's lists, right. so these lists are going to be different, and we're going to. Uh, like, if you say a game that I don't agree with, I'm going to tell you, and I expect the same from you. Yes, and we yes, will yes. and we will uh, defend these games too as well. Trevor to the death. To the, well, so the top this, ten games, retro <laughs> bist. <laughs> Let's start again. <clears throat> the top ten games, retro covered in 2016. Yeah, retro bist. Your only, your only bist podcast. The bist podcast there is. Yep. <laughs> Let's, uh, you go and start with your number 10. All right. So I should have wrote these in order, but I wrote the names of the games and then put the numbers beside okay. it. So this is going to... So don't give away your number one back to <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so my number 10 game, Trevor, is Bernstein Bears Camping Adventure. Whoa. Uh, we said it before. It was my biggest surprise game. Yeah. Uh, it's... Why would you at all think that a Bernstein Bears game would be great? Honestly, that's my thought going yeah. into it. When you first brought this game, and we were going to review it, my thought was, this is going to be one of those fun games to tear down. Yeah. Kind of like Uncanny X-Men was fun for the wrong reasons. Right. I was expecting the same thing for this. But I was beyond pleasantly surprised at how much fun I had playing this game. It's very playable. I'm going to just repeat things you said before. It's multiplayer at the same time. 
and it looks great. Blah, 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 blah. Great well, game. My number 10. Since we've already talked about this one, I'll go and say my number 10 is also the Bernstein Bears camp- <laughs> Camping Adventure. <laughs> okay. This was a hard list. I made, um, we covered 37 games, and some of them were terrible. There was no way they were going to make my top 10. But out of the 37 games, I think I had about 15 or 16 I really wanted to include on this top 10. And Bernstein Bears knocked out some really good games. Yeah, same here. So I agree. All right, what's your number nine? My number nine is Bad News Baseball. Excellent choice. It's a fun, really, another fun multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. I would not. I don't know if I'd have as much fun playing it by myself. I don't think I would. I, I almost feel like that could be said for any of these games, but I think you're right. Yeah, but uh, so that one, it, it was a is a lot of fun. Uh, it's fun playing against a buddy, and it just has a quirky. Uh, I don't. It's, not a sense of humor, but just like a, it's kind it's of quirky. quirky. Yeah, it's quirky, mm-hmm. but in a way that's endearing for me. Yeah, and I definitely would love to play this game again. So that's my number nine. Good pick. My number nine is a game that you introduced me to, and that is Trog. Oh, okay, good. Trog, a NES game, uh, a port of an arcade game. I just really had a good time with this game. It's and again, it knocked off some games that, to be honest, I might have even reviewed some of these other games a little better that it knocked off. But like right now, I would go back and play Trog probably before some of these other games that did not make the cut. It's just a fun, if you've not listened to that episode, it's a fun, it's like Pac-Man meets Bomberman, I think we said. Yeah, that's probably the closest, it's its own thing, but that's probably the closest you can get to it. It's very action-packed, it's a super fun two-player game on NES, check it out. Alright, my number eight, Trevor, and I agree with that one, by the way, Mm -hmm. my number eight is Rampage. Now, I'm sorry. World Tour. Okay, I was going to ask which one. Yeah, World Tour. Uh, I like the original one too, just because it led to a world yeah. tour. But world tours where really Rampage really puts its uh, its lizard feet down, right, <laughs> and becomes the monster of a game that it should be. A fun game. I see what you're doing there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. A fun game with a buddy again. Would not recommend that game if you're playing by yourself because it would get old quick. People who only play single player games probably hate us. Probably so. But there's a few games on here that on my list that are good That's single true. player. That's true. But this one is not one of those. Play this with a buddy with a friend. Uh, it's it's a blast. I had a great, and also nostalgia wise, we right. loved this game growing up. But you got a free blah blah blah. You can right. Go back, listen to that episode. You'll know why. So that's my number eight. Solid choice. Uh, my number eight was your number ten, I believe, and that is Bad News Baseball. This is another one I had a hard time because I'm not naturally a sports game fan, I'm not a huge baseball fan by any means. But I had a blast playing this game, and it easily could have made my biggest surprise of the year too because I was surprised how much fun it was. The NES has several super solid baseball games, and I highly recommend you check out Bad News Baseball if you're just a casual fan of the sport and you want to play a fun, not super realistic, but realistic enough to be to feel like baseball. Yeah. So I, I highly recommend it. I think it's a great, great 8-bit baseball game. I agree completely. So far, I cannot uh, dismiss any of your list. It's time uh, we start arguing. Give me one I don't agree you're, with. You're going to agree with this one, too, oh, though. okay. Because I know you love this game. My number seven... And this just tells you how much I love the games we've covered mm-hmm. so far. That this one's number seven. It's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Whoa. That's saying something. Whoa. And I love, 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 love Sonic 2. But I didn't, I didn't see that coming. But I no, have. I'm not at number seven. I know. That's a, that seems very high for you. It should be lower on the list you would think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Closer to the top of the list. Yeah. Not back here at number seven. But I'm going just from pure fun. From. It was tough for me to put that at seven. I almost cried putting that yeah. game at seven because it's so good. It's such a fun game. And honestly, that's the first game that showed you that the Sega Genesis was going to be something for itself. It wasn't going to be a clone of Nintendo. Mm-hmm. It was going to try to be its own thing and have its own uh, sense of style. Mm-hmm. And it really showed a sense of speed in that game. It really, truly did. Mm-hmm. If that game had... let's if you Just imagine if Sonic 2 came out 
or even the first Sonic game came out and the frame rate just didn't live up to it, you would have ruined it. Yeah, we wouldn't have had a Sonic 2 probably if the first one didn't set that. Yeah. So yeah. Sonic 2 is my number seven, and even though if you told me that it should be higher, I would I could not argue against you. Well, yeah, we'll just continue with the list, but I'll say that's a little surprising. Okay. So my number seven, uh, I don't think you've mentioned this one yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if you do later. I put Rock and Roll Racing. This game is uh, it's just a ton of fun. We played the Super Famicom version, which is the Super Nintendo version. Because this is a spoiler alert. I got a super, uh, what do they call those things? Super Retro Trio. Thank you, I always forget. Yeah. So I can play these old games too, and that's one of my favorite games growing up, but it's the uh, Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis version for America are both getting kind of up there in price. Right, so the Super Famicom version is identical to the Super Nintendo one, and it's cheaper. There's no Japanese in it, really. Um, it's just a great game, and it's it's got so much character, incredible music, super fun multiplayer. Easily could have, it should have probably made my multiplayer list, but... You can, I only picked one, you know. Um, so, <laughs> Rock and Roll Racing is my number seven. I can't yeah. disagree with it. Yeah. Obviously, I can't. You know I wasn't going to. Yeah. Uh, my number six was already on your list, so oh. you're not going to disagree with it. That's Trog. Trog, yeah. Uh, that's a game, like I said, I just loved it growing up. My neighbor had it, introduced me to it. I'd never heard of it before. I've also never, ever seen it in the store ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever. And the fact that it, then that's a travesty to me, because it's just a fun game. Got its own sense of self, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, there's a lot there. There's a lot mm-hmm. of fun there to be had, especially multiplayer. But you can still play this one by yourself, too, and be just fine. Yeah, see, this is why I need you as a co-host, because you're. this is the only podcast where you're going to hear someone put Trog above Sonic 2. Yeah. But you're being honest with how much fun you would have with it. Yeah. So now, now, I, I can respect that. I will say, though, I'm not saying so- that Trog is better than Sonic 2. I would play either one you, of those most games. fun to you. It right. just... For me, I would have to put it there just from nostalgia, probably. Yeah. Just because I played that one with my parents so much. You definitely have nostalgia for that game, because I remember you talking about it yeah. when we were little. So that was your number six? Yep. Uh, my number six is a game that we played for the first time for the podcast. And really probably should have made my big surprise. I guess I just expect a lot out of it. Anyways, my number six is Bubble Bobble. Bubble Bobble is a super fun puzzle game. That has awesome two-player cooperative gameplay. Well, sort of cooperative. You're, I guess you can get your high score, but it's pretty much cooperative. It's really similar to Trog in that way. Yeah. In that you're, you kind of help each other out a lot, but also you're trying to get a higher score right. than the other person. It's, it's a wonderful puzzle game. It is one of those that's starting to go up in price. It's over $20 now, I think. Yeah. But it's a great NES game. Um, Bubble Bobble. Get it. Yeah, I can't disagree with yeah. that. It's a really fun, fun game. And that's the problem one you can play by yourself, too, and have a good time. Yeah, yeah, what do you is. think? Yeah, it's got I mean, a ton, of, by levels, myself. ton yeah. of levels, a lot of challenge. Yeah, definitely agree yeah. with that one. All right, my number five is, I'm just going to say No Mercy, even though it could be any of the 64 yeah, wrestling games. Yeah. Uh, growing up, I'm to this day, I'm still a big wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And these are still, to me, even though I love the new WWE 2K games, these are still, to me, the best wrestling games there ever were. Yeah. When somebody like me who doesn't, even follow wrestling anymore. It can sit there and say this is one of the best multiplayer games ever made. <clears throat> it's it's yeah something special. Yeah, the the controls were just perfect, and it, this is one of the few games. If you told me, okay, <laughs> I love the sixty four, but the controller was the most for wonderful. Is that the word you're looking for? Yeah, we'll just use that. Yeah. Name of I meant the complete opposite. Oh, um, just in how it's designed. It's very unique. It's very that's the word I was looking yeah. for. Very unique. I'm not putting it down, because once you get used to it, it's fine. 
But it's very different from anything else that's right. come before it. But it's perfect for these games. But for these wrestling games, especially, yeah, it for whatever reason, it's perfect for those. Yeah, excellent choice. Uh, my number five is Diddy Kong Racing. Okay, and I didn't really expect this to be on your list. I do have some nostalgia for this one for sure. Uh, we mentioned the neighbor girls about eighteen times <laughs> in the last episode, actually. Uh, but really grew up. I say grew up. I mean, I was a teenager when this game came out, but really love this game. Um, it's an excellent multiplayer game. As far as kart racers go, it's probably the best single player kart racer. Um, I mentioned, you know, that it falls below Mario Kart for me, but we've not reviewed a Mario Kart game yet. So Diddy Kong Racing is at number five. I want to give you a spoiler mm-hmm. alert. They didn't make my top ten. Yeah, I, I figured it didn't when I realized we're at number five. There's no way it'd be above that. No, I, I just, and this is not a knock on it. I did like it, enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. heck, it had Conquer on there. Yeah. So I'm not going to be mad at it. It just is not a top 10 game for me. I still liked it. Yeah. But it's just not a top 10 for me. It's one of those that does, it does grow on you. It's not as immediately exciting as Mario Kart. Yeah. But I can tell there's a lot to it, though. There is a lot to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My number four Mm -hmm. is NBA Jam. Oof. Because this is a game, honestly, for me, a guy who loves basketball, I can play these games by myself, too. Mm -hmm. But that's because I love basketball. However, when you add a buddy, or as these games got, when you can add like four buddies mm-hmm. or three buddies to make four people playing it, I'm great at math. Mm-hmm. These games, <laughs> just for a fun, just for sheer fun yeah. and goofiness and just sheer excitement level, you cannot beat NBA Jam. I'm going to go and give this away now. NBA Jam should have made my list. It didn't, though. <laughs> and the only reason it did is because I wanted to include, uh, well, my numbers 8, 9, and 10 were Bad News Baseball, Trog, and then Bears to Bears was number 10. I wanted to include those games so much because they surprised me yeah. and they're different from other stuff. But NBA Jam, based on the fun level, it honestly it should be it should be up there. I guess it's just there's so many versions of it. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It probably should be on my list. I'll admit it, but it's not. But yeah, it's a good pick. That was your number four. That was my number four, Trevor. What is your number four? My number four is actually well the the wrestling games on N sixty four. Okay, and I picked No Mercy. Because as we said in that episode, it's probably the best of the best. Yeah, it's the, it's the latest one that come out. So, so <laughs> top ten games we played in 2016. <laughs> a non wrestling fan picks a wrestling game as number four. That's pretty good. That, that should tell you something. Yeah, that should tell you that. And I don't think those games are that expensive. They're not. So you can, less than ten dollars. Yeah, definitely well well worth that. Yeah. So all right, Trevor, my number three, of course, is going to be Rock and Roll Racing. Oh yeah, love that game. Uh, Growing up, me and you both loved RC Pro-Am, and to me, this was a spiritual successor to that. Mm-hmm. But it takes that, it literally adds muscle, and like I said before, rock music to it. Yeah. And I just absolutely love this game, and it's just, it's uh, it's sense of style that it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my number seven, I totally agree. I don't even know if I love it less than you, I probably have less nostalgia than you do for it. But it's an excellent game, and it totally... It totally holds up. It's probably as good today as it was when it came out. Yeah, I would agree with that because so, I played it when it came out. So yeah. I agree with that. Trevor, uh, so we're both in our top three. What's your number three? So my number three, I believe you already mentioned this one, uh, which is surprising. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Hyperstone Heist. Have you already mentioned that one? No, I have not. Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> my number three. Spoiler alert. <laughs> spoilers. My number three is Hyperstone Heist. I believe we said in the episode, it's actually not my favorite Ninja Turtles game. That honor goes to either Turtles 4 for the Super Nintendo or Turtles 3 for the NES. But it's really close. It's really close to those. It's an, the Turtles games are just a blast. They're a total blast. They're simple. They're shallow as a puddle. But it doesn't matter. They're but, fun. You'll, but you will have a shell of a time playing them. Exactly. <laughs> All these years later, 
beat the game many times, still come back to it and enjoy it. That, I mean, that's a great game. I don't care how simple it is. It's a great game. It's fun. It's beautiful still. Awesome music. Hyperstone Heist, my number three. Well, the reason I'm not going to uh, comment on that is because my number two is TMT. Oh. Uh, TMT, Hyperstone Heist. I agree with you on what you said. It, it's probably, uh, out of the list of Turtle games, my third favorite behind the other two. Mm-hmm. Turtles 3 or the one for the Super Nintendo. But this was... I played this one because I had a Sega Genesis. I did not have a Super Nintendo. So it was a special place for me because I couldn't get the one for the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Love this game. I love the fact that it look it looks great, by the way. It's a great looking game. It's really fun when you have a buddy over to play it and just going through the streets beating up foot soldiers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It is a blast. It is not as good as Turtles 3. Turtles 3 probably my absolute favorite. Just Manhattan from Project. Manhattan Project. Such my absolute game. favorite. Even though, honestly, it's probably less deep than this one. <laughs> Probably. Because there's not near as many moves as you can do. But, you know, that one just... That'll yeah. probably have to be an episode for itself, too, at oh, some yeah. point. So, TMT... T, ugh, I can't even... Professional <laughs> podcaster. TMNT, Hyperstone Heist, is my number two. Trevor, what is your uh, number two game? My number two game that we played for the Retro Bliss podcast in 2016. It's probably the best game we've actually played for the podcast. From a technical level, from a design level, from a gameplay level, from a just amount of content level. I put it at number two, but I think <laughs> in any sane world, it probably should have been number one, and that is Super Mario Brothers 3 Okay, for the NES. Just remember that you said any sane world. Just remember that yes. quote. Because it's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a marvelous game. It, it kind of, even though it's the third, obviously, Super Mario Brothers game, it kind of changed gaming in some ways, I think, because it's like it raised our expectations for what we should expect in a game. It kind of perfected the platformer. It had tons of content. It had secrets everywhere. Super challenging without being elitist and hardcore in the wrong ways. Incredible music. Incredible graphics for that bit era. That still holds up. Marvelous game. That's one thing I was going to bring up, too, is just the graphics. Can you... It really... It really showed what uh, just a normal Nintendo could do with 8-bit oh, graphics. Yeah. That game, I mean... It, compare that, that to an Uncanny X-Men on the same yeah, system. <laughs> yeah. Or compare it to the first Mario, even, which That's is true, a great yeah. game. But just from a graphics and look wise, look at how far they come. Just, oh yeah, and it's the same system. That's amazing. So that's a good number two. I'm very interested in what your number one is because yeah. that wasn't your number one. Because my number one was Mario three. Yeah, and you technically just called me sane then with that. That's probably the only time I'll ever do that. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number one game. Uh, I still play it to this day every once in a while. I just got a spoiler alert for Christmas. I bought myself the Mario All Stars for the Super oh, Nintendo. Yeah. And that's on there, and I've been playing the heck out of it. It's really, they really improved the graphics for that. Oh, yeah. They? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much all. It's, it's, it, man, it just holds up still. Oh, yeah. It just holds up. You can go through, like right now, I'm trying to go through all without using any whistles. I'm mm-hmm. challenging myself to do this. And I'm just having a blast with this game. And how old is this game? It's old. It's an old game. It's like what? It's over 20 years old, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Mario 3 is, put me on the spot, but it's over 20 years old. Yeah. It's 20-something years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Check our math. We're yeah. right on this. <laughs> yes. So that, my friend, my number one game that we played this year was, of course, Super Mario Brothers 3. Okay, so listeners who are like taking notes, because I'm sure our listeners do that. Oh, they got a notepad, a um, pencil. You are probably already figured out what my number one is. Let me just say, there's only one. Mario 3 is incredible. I think all these games are great. I'm really curious about what this is, because we didn't play a Zelda game. No, we didn't. <laughs> we didn't play Zelda game, and Mario Brothers 3 is the only Mario game we played. Yeah. So there's only one game, really, from my childhood 
it led me to make questionable decisions <laughs> with future game systems I purchased. Because of this game, I was very late to the party on the Super Nintendo. Which, by the way, might, might be my favorite system of all time now, but I was very late to the party on the Super Nintendo. Yeah, same here. Um, I chose the Sega Saturn over the PlayStation, partly because this game made me such a fanboy. I chose the Dreamcast as my next system after the Saturn. And that is because Sonic the Hedgehog 2 made me a Sega fanboy because it was a transcendent gaming experience for me at that time. So Sonic 2 is my number one game that we covered in um, that we've ever covered on the show so far. I cannot argue with that. I know I had it as like number seven on my list. Because you're not insane, even though I said <laughs> that you were. <laughs> but, man, it's such a good game. It yeah. really is. It's honestly, if we're going, if we're just rating music, it would be my number oh, yeah. one. It'd be my number one. Uh, and I love Mario 3's music. Oh, yeah. But it would be Mario 3 music for me. For mm-hmm. me. And I know that's probably blasphemy for some people because in the video game world, Mario has some of the most recognized music. But just from a, it just brings up so many memories for me. If like if I heard Mystic Cave music playing, I'm like oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, business is about to pick up, and it's it still sounds amazing, still looks amazing, it still plays great. Mario Three has more depth to it. Mario Three is probably technically the better game today, but Sonic Two just I just I can't not put it for the games we played so far. Um, Sonic Two makes it. Now if we'd covered a few other games. Say, you know, Super Mario World and Zelda Link to the Past. Yeah, this would have been an even tougher list. But for what we've covered so far, Sonic 2 is my pick. Now, that that being said, that was our top ten list. We uh, put out the fillers to our to our fans. Yes. And we wanted to hear some of your comments and even suggestions for games to do in the past. Uh, in the past. Yeah, for games <laughs> to do in the past. For time travelers. Yeah. <laughs> for games to do in the future. And also what their favorite memories were of the show so far. Uh, we're hoping for big things for 2017. I mean, in 2016, for a first year, I think we did great. Our show grew. Uh, we don't want to get too technical, but our numbers grew every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to do a live episode. That was cool. And that was a, that was a blast. So we've had a great time with this show and we, we're hoping for more. And obviously, like you just said, we haven't even covered a Zelda game yet. We've only covered one Mario game. There's so many more games in a retro gaming world that we have yet to cover that we want to cover and we're going to cover at some point so uh, we hope you have a lot to look forward to because i know i'm looking forward to it right with that being said trevor that long-winded thing leading up i didn't listen to any of it i know i'll trust whatever you said yeah you were you were uh, blocking me out that's fine uh i'm sure your wife blocks you out all the time (laughs) yes let's quit getting so real here (laughs) uh let's let's read some of the comments we got from the fans trevor i'm gonna i'll go first from Facebook first. I'll go from Facebook right. first. Uh, my buddy Bobby Capo, which uh, for those who remember Into Oblivion was my co-host for that show, which, uh, spoiler alert, may or may not be making a comeback. I can't believe he's in our award show to, to talk about your other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> History Creeps, listen to that. Uh, so he, here's, he commented on a game that we could do next, and that was Burger Time. Uh, and he wants to be a guest host on it, which we could have him as a guest host. But do you? Oh, Burger Time! Do you remember Burger Time? Oh, we yeah. Do, we do need to cover that game. Yeah, that's that would be a fun one. I played it one time, one time, and I remember I was like, "This is." I, I want to know more about this. All I remember is trying to put the lettuce and tomato on the bun. Yeah, <laughs> like that's all I remember. Yeah. yeah, it's like working at a Fuddruckers. <laughs> 
That's, well, not working, but when you get a burger there, because right. you got to build it yourself. And Johnny didn't just cuss. That's the name of a burger restaurant. Oh, I thought it was like a national chain. It probably is. Okay, right. maybe I'm wrong. So yeah, you know, it's a, it's a it's a burger place where you build your own burger. Good, yeah, Bobby, that's a good one. Good Bobby. So, so good Bobby. <laughs> good Bobby. Good Bobby. <laughs> so uh, on the Retro Bliss Facebook page, which you should go check out and like it and uh, follow us on there and stuff and interact because we do read those and respond. Yep. So on Retro Bliss, ask the question to share any memories you have with. Retro gaming in general in 2016. And I love, I love this first comment from Peter Guzman. And I'm sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. He said, OMG, I thought you guys stopped podcasting since my old link wouldn't update. It turns out you have 32 episodes now. The last ones, I, the last one I listened to was episode four. Oh, he's got a lot of fun coming so, up. Yeah. So Peter, that's right. Um, I don't think we've started doing our little opening skits before. Yeah. So our first four episodes, we were just retro bliss. Yeah. And then we became retro blissed. And had a new feed and everything uh, with their awesome um, network, the Bash <laughs> the Back Issues Comic Book Podcast Network, the Bash Issues. Um, so yeah, so yeah, Peter, we do have uh, thirty three episodes now. If you're listening to this, yeah. So thanks for that. Let's see, and I have um, let's see, and he commented that that's great. He's going to have a lot of episodes now to listen to at work. Then Michael Thompson. <laughs> Michael Thompson said his favorite memory from the podcast in 2016 was realizing that for the past 25 years, we had no idea how to pronounce Knuckles' species. <laughs> we really didn't. And I already forgot how we, how we say it now. So, yeah. It's enchilada. <laughs> enchilada, yeah. So, Knuckles is an enchilada. And Michael Thompson was kind enough to send us a link on how to correctly pronounce. It literally, literally had Echidna, a, I think is the correct Yeah, it literally had a voice telling you how to say it, which yeah. is honestly very helpful because I knew I was saying it wrong, but, you know. So yeah, Michael Thompson said he also misses the gout talk. Yeah, which so, yeah, which we covered. <laughs> Spoiler alert, go back in the past. We just covered that a yep. little bit. Oh, Peter Guzman came back and he said that he... Uh, Is it Guzman or Guzman? Guzman, Guzman. Peter, cool dude. Uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. So he thought that... Sorry, start again. He bought Wind Waker HD. He hasn't played it yet. And I just told him that's an amazing game. Uh, Wind Waker, of course, was a GameCube Zelda game. And Wind Waker HD was a Wii U game. Um... A remake, and it's, it's awesome. Oh, and then Bobby also, Mr. Bobby Capo, he also commented on mine. And uh, I want to say he's being sarcastic here, but I'll let you judge. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the answer is yes. So he said, I remember when you guys talked about that old video game, and you made a few jokes about it. All memories. Yeah, he's being sarcastic. Yeah. If you listen to one episode, I'd be surprised, but he wants <laughs> to be a guest on it. So. <laughs> well, that's pretty arrogant. He's never listened to our show, but he wants to be a guest. Yeah. Fine, you can. Jeez Louise. Yeah. So so that was our Facebook. Just because we want attention. And then uh, I'll go ahead and read my Instagram comments because you had some good ones on there too. So on Instagram, <laughs> I posted a picture of the Uncanny X-Men and asked people what was their favorite game we'd covered so far on the podcast. And on Instagram, we had comments uh, from, I might pronounce this wrong, but on Instagram, Jaeger Honey. And uh, Jaeger Honey was actually a person we met at the live episode, the live episode at the what's the name of the convention? Super Famicom. The Super Famicom convention. So thanks for meeting us there. That's cool. And they said that Mario. So I guess Mario Brothers Three. Yeah, was their favorite. You can't go wrong with that. Nope. Warp Zone Graphics, awesome super fan. Uh, Warp Zone says that easily the N sixty four wrestling games, arguably my favorite console games of all time. And then he's very kind and lying and says that we've been doing a great job. Uh, with keeping the weekly schedule, and he can't wait for 2017. Yeah, after we just missed a week. So I appreciate, <laughs> really appreciate that, though. Thanks very much. Oh, and then our uh, our favorite, Michael Thompson, 
I actually don't know how to pronounce his wrong name. We started saying Thompson just to be funny, but it's it probably is, Thompson. It is Thompson. What yeah. do you mean? You've never seen that name before? Well, usually there's a P. Isn't oh, there? Thompson. Oh, Thompson. Yeah. I just well, assumed there was a P. Yeah. Sorry to be discussing your name. Been- <laughs> it's probably Michael Thompson. But anyways, he's uh, Mike Thompson 82 on Instagram, and he says he's going to have to go Sonic 2. We've been, putting so, a, we've been putting a P in his name this whole time, and yeah, it's not there. It's not there. <laughs> so, so Michael Thompson's uh, Echidna. <laughs> now, he actually said Sonic 2 is his favorite, so he agrees with me. He still plays it to this day. So do I. Oh, and then he says if we reviewed Super Mario World and placed a Super Mario 3, he'd have trouble picking between the two. And that's pretty much what I just said. And he also gave honorable mention for Bubble Bobble. Uh, those are some of his earliest memories, and that's another great pick. All right, I had a couple comments on my Instagram as well. As Trevor coughs up his lung again. Uh, Johnny Isman 28. Uh, DT Chavez 85 said, One of my uh, more favorite ones are the wrestling episode and Beauty and the Beast episode. So he liked this. I think he likes the Beauty <laughs> and the Beast just from our, uh, our sheer disappointment in playing it. <laughs> and he said, He also suggests that we cover uh, uh, Duke Nukem, which is a classic game. Uh, yeah. Which one did he say? Which one? He just said Duke Nukem. Okay. Well, I have the N64 version. We need to cover it. Yeah. I think we do. I think it's a. That's one of the big ones, I would assume. Yeah. And the, the new one will come out, like, what, 15 years from now? <laughs> Is that the joke? I think, or did that one I come think out? it came out. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Is that a retro game? Because it would have been if it came out when it was supposed to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll think about that, but we'll definitely cover yeah. that 64 one. Okay. And then, of course, our buddy, uh, Warp Zone Graphics, who, check him out on Instagram. That's what his Instagram is. Warp Zone Graphics. He's an artist. He's really good. Uh, he said, I really like the Rampage episode recently. I love the format of reviewing a game on multiple platforms and talking about the evolution from Master System on up. Very cool. I like to see you guys review a game that takes some sort of long-term commitment to enjoy, like a Final Fantasy or even uh, or even better, Fantasy Star. I know it would be a little different for you guys, but I'd love it. Either way, I'll be listening in 2017. Great job, guys. And I've been saying to you recently, it's not going to be easy to do for the show, but I'm ready to cover a big game, too. If it's one we both have and we can, you know, play it on our own time, then come together and talk about it. You know, like we've definitely discussed it, honestly. We discussed it. And we're gonna try to make that happen. It might even be like a two-parter episode, even. Yeah, we, we don't know yet, but because that would take a lot of commitment from both of us. <laughs> Commitment's something we lack. Yeah, even I don't you, know. We've been committed to this for a year now. Yeah, I don't know how I have it. Yeah, I would have figured we'd miss more than one time, but yeah. <laughs> All right, so Trevor. Oh, uh, uh, oh, you got another one? One more thing. All right, go ahead. The Stitcher review that we missed for the last two months. Oh, yeah, go ahead and give us Stitcher review. Did you have it pulled up? I did. Give me a second. Uh, no, I didn't. I thought I, thought I did. Talk, uh, make something up while I'm doing this. See, so, yeah, we, uh, we've told people that if they'll review us on iTunes, you know, we'll read the review on air because we would like reviews. <laughs> and we're very uh, sad to admit that we mit- missed that we have a new Stitcher review. And it's a very kind one. So while Johnny looks that up, I'll uh, say that we really appreciate it. So yeah, review us on Stitcher if you listen on Stitcher. All right. Um, okay. All right. Uh, um, how would you say that name? Ibitato. 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 Ubitato. We all be Tato. Yeah. Retro games and fun. Excellent approach to retro games. Really honest people. <laughs> what he doesn't know. <laughs> uh, and easy to listen to them. Great long running show for us retro gamers. And he gave us very nicely of him. Gave us five stars. We really appreciate that. So, all right, I'm tired of, tired of our yammering. And that was not me or you. Doing no, it actually, no, we did not yeah. have anything to do with that review. Yeah, so thank you for that. Uh, now, Trevor, speaking of more goodwill towards me, uh-huh. I got a product for you that's going to blow you away. 
A second product? A second product. This one's going to be better than the last one. <laughs> it's just, yeah, probably, I don't know. Probably not. Here it goes. Roll the commercial. Oh, you're going to let me do a commercial? All right. That's good. It's the Supernal Event. Supernal Event. Here to tell you something special that you will not regret. Supernal Event. Supernal Event. To all your friends about this comic, make sure you don't forget. Yes, friends, a new comic universe about a man that was given both a gift and a curse by a powerful being that was stranded on Earth. Through supernal events, heroes were given birth. Issue 1 tells how it all goes down. Story and scribbles will all be renowned. If you want to know where this all takes place, creativezenith.com. Check it out, don't wait. It's the supernal event. Supernal event. Here to tell you something special that you will not regret. It's the supernal event. Supernal event. To all your friends about this comic, make sure you don't forget. It's the supernal event. Supernal event. Here to tell you something special that you will not regret. Supernal event. Supernal event. To all your friends about this comic, make sure you don't forget. See, were you not as lukewarm about that as I am? Yes, I don't know. <laughs> we're great salesmen. Yeah. Hey, please sponsor our show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guess what? What? Even though this has already been an overlong episode, uh-huh. people are sick and tired of hearing us talk. They are, by far. We saved what we like to think is the best for last. And that is... The Bliss Quiz! Who wants to go first? Uh... I went first on the list. All right, you I'll, go first I'll go on first. This. So, the first Bliss Quiz question. Now, these, just so the people know, <laughs> these are about the whole year of Retro Bliss we just had. Yeah, so we we kind of just pulled from our whole year and, yep. Let's see, let's <laughs> I have nothing witty to add to that. Yeah. Let's see what happens. So, this, don't go back and look. You probably don't remember anyways. <laughs> so, which console... <laughs> On the list that we just did, the top ten list, yeah. which console from my list had the most games on it? Oh, man. In the top ten list. You're right, I don't remember. Uh, and I'll give you four choices. Which well, I already know what the choices are. Sega Genesis, <laughs> yeah. NES, N64, SNES. Which do you think had the most games on my list? And because of your attention span, I know you don't remember all my games. I want to go Sega Genesis. I was like, remember you were close. Oh, dang it. So the, the least was actually the Super Nintendo. Simply because we need to cover more Super Nintendo games. Yeah. Um, there was only one game on my top ten for the Super Nintendo that we covered. But NBA Jam should have been a second one, really. And 64 had two on my list. The NE... The... Sorry, the Sega Genesis had three. The NES had four. Okay. See, so yeah, those are my... Yeah. I couldn't decide between those two. Yeah. All right, Trevor, you ready for your first one? Yep. This is a would you rather. Trevor, would mm-hmm. you rather... A. Skate or die. Mm. Would you rather... B, ski or die, mm-hmm. or would you rather C, run over a poodle with a skateboard? <laughs> oh. I actually do like animals, despite killing off all the reindeer. Um, I want to go ski or die because it was the least painful of those experiences. Okay, that's a good good yeah. answer. But I would probably die if I did that in real life. So. Yeah, me too. So. We're quite clumsy. Yeah. So, your second question. What is the worst advice <laughs> that we, your esteemed Retro Bliss co-host, Gave to listeners in 2016. Well, this could be... So... <laughs> Please tell me you got a choices. Cause yeah, I got three choices okay. for the worst advice we gave to our listeners. Is it we or is it just you? Because I feel like you do it more than um, It was actually both of us. Okay. So A, this was from me. You should push the eject button on the seat of life. <laughs> I think that was in our Fire Shark episode. 
Uh, I do not condone pushing the eject button on the seat of life. Uh, B, Knuckles is an Echadna. <laughs> Who said that? I think we both said Echadna. Right. And we probably did. And it's Echadna. Yeah, everybody knows it's... it's so, yeah. Or C, all the advice we gave before all the commercials. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be me. Yeah, that's yeah. mostly you. Yeah. Um, man. What's the worst advice? Probably the first one. Because <laughs> that sounds like the most harshest. <laughs> well... I'm actually going to say you're wrong because the one that seemed to upset our fans the most is how we pronounce Knuckles' species. That That is true, so yeah. I'm going to yeah. have to go with that being the worst advice we gave people. Okay. But the suicide advice was probably bad, too. Probably? Yeah. <laughs> it's it really bad. It's very bad. Don't do that. You're yeah. wonderful. Yeah, have a honestly. wonderful life. Yeah, please. Honestly, we we want you to be around to listen to us. Yeah. All right, Trevor, your number two question. I need you. Oh, thank you. This... <laughs> 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 That's a lesson. That right there is a lesson in knowing when to pause. Yes, inappropriate pause. Okay, Trevor, I need you to say. Okay. This might be very difficult for you. I need you to say one redeeming thing about the Uncanny X Men game. Oh. <laughs> and it's got to be real. And it's got to be honest. And from the heart and from the soul. So it has to be with the game itself, not like just the fact that it makes me laugh. <laughs> right, yeah. Mm. Uh, if some, you know, on our show, we honestly, and if it's a game we don't like, we try to come up with with at least one positive thing about yeah. it. We don't want to just be a show that hates on things. All right, one thing. Okay. The cover of the cartridge is actually not bad. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you that. Because yeah, it bad. was from the comic books, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. That's the best I can do. That's All right, I'll allow it. All right. <laughs> So my final question is, what was the best gift that I got for Christmas? I want to give you three choices. It's the one I gave. <clears throat> a, a sweet Zelda mug yeah, that you that gave one. me. B, a sweet Lego mug. That one is cool, too, though, to be honest. Or C, all the wonderful fans of Retro Blist. Uh, well, it's not the last one. It's definitely the first one. <laughs> yes, yeah, the Zelda mug. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to say C, but be, you know, nice for our listeners. But, yeah, I'll go with A. We've got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Trevor, you ready for your last one? Yeah. Now that we've put our fans down through the dirt? Yeah. Okay. They should really stop listening. Yeah, they really... What are we giving them, really, besides just, you know, a hard time? All right, Trevor, in this scenario, just imagine this. I want you to close your eyes and think about this. Okay. I'm waiting on you to close your eyes. All right, All right they're, they're, really, they're really closed now. All right, Trevor, your wife has told you that you can only keep one game out of the list of games that we've played. Oh. The rest of those games that we played are going to be destroyed. Which game do you save? And remember, the rest of them are getting destroyed. So just to be clear, is this from my personal collection or like from all time and space being destroyed? From the games that we played on Retro Bliss. But just my copy being destroyed or like destroyed from history? Oh, I see what you're saying. I didn't even think that That's far That's a huge ahead. difference. Uh, you can never get them again. Oh, we'll put it that way. I can never get it Once again. Once they're gone, they're gone. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, it's a terrible thing, but you oh, got to choose. No. Oh, I'm going to have to pick Sonic 2 because actually it's probably the only game on this list my wife cares about and she would kill me if I didn't pick it. That's a good answer. So, yeah. That's a very, And I like how I just I just realized I made your wife the bad person to this yeah. one. She's <laughs> so a good person. Yeah, according to this. I'm going to talk to her when I get home. <laughs> uh, well, that was a slap happy episode. It was. You know what? Your wife's a great person to be honest with you. 
just as they know. She's wonderful. She yeah. wins my award for best of 2016. <laughs> That's nicely done. Yeah. I like that. That's how you uh, save your marriage. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is not doing any favors for me. Yeah. Our other podcast we're going to start soon is How to Save Your Marriage. It's what exactly. we're going to call it. I wouldn't listen to that one. <laughs> Either. We give great advice. What are yeah. you talking about? You hear what we did to the reindeer at the beginning? <laughs> yeah. And speaking of, you know, reindeer. Yeah. I do, I do want to thank our fans. You're awesome. Thanks for an awesome 2016. Um, yeah. Closing comments. Closing comments. We announce everything we do. <laughs> so this is the fan appreciation segment. Cue the music. So yeah, seriously, thank you. Uh, we've got, you know, several fans and I, I thought about naming them off, but you know who you are. You're just super responsive and you comment and you enjoy the show and you let us know what you like and you're welcome to let us know what you don't like so we can improve the show. Um, but I might not listen to it. We don't like to take um, criticism, criticism, even if it's constructive. Yeah. I don't care how constructive it is. If I feel it's negative towards me, I ignore it. Just stick out my tongue at it. Yeah. 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 Thanks. (laughs) You just really took the emotion out of that. No. I was trying to work up some tears. You're being very honest. And that was coming from your heart. I could tell. Yeah. You really, truly love our fans. And for the most part, I agree with you. (laughs) We may not have as many fans as, I don't know, Steven Spielberg. Or History Creeps. (laughs) We may not have as many fans as another second-rate podcast on the same network. But we have the best fans. I'll say that. So thank you, fans. You're the best. Well, I don't know if I believe you, though. Do you really mean those words? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, You tell me better fans than ours. I can't think of any, to be honest. There you go. I will say, this show is a blast. We have a, This is a, my favorite thing that I do, and I think you have to agree with me. Yeah. Well, you don't have to agree with me, but I'm assuming that you do. <laughs> He's got a gun held to me. Yes, this <laughs> yes, is the best yeah, thing I do. Yeah. You know those reindeer? This took this out. <laughs> again, again, no reindeer were hurt during the making no. of this. That was purely fictional. And a bad decision on Trevor's improv. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> uh, so, yeah, i got to echo what Trevor said. It really makes us feel good. Like, we're not just doing this for ourselves. When other people are obviously listening to the show, they're interacting with it, they're liking it, and we're getting all kinds of feedback from it. Thank you very much. Uh, please, I know we beg this all the time, rate, review, subscribe. It just helps us out on iTunes, especially. Yeah. It's just how they, it's just how they do their... Whatever you Are we it. really going to send out 2016 by begging for more iTunes reviews? I think it's a good way to end it. At least it's honest. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, those other shows just leave it on a very nice note. They're not yeah. honest. Though. We're an honest podcast. We talked about gout for like five minutes. Wait, let me read a story to our listeners. Okay, you read it. I'll just pick up the first thing I can find. Okay. <clears throat> just so everybody so, knows it's a thing of cough syrup. So <laughs> drug facts. Active ingredients per drop. Methanol or menthol. Seven and a half milligrams. Cost present and oral anesthetic. Anesthetic, anesthetic. I should really know how to pronounce things. Yeah, considering that's the field you're going yeah. into. So, yeah, uh, there's your story. You read the back of a cough. I, read the back. I think I'm losing my mind, so we better end it. Yeah. Are you Santa Claus or am I Santa Claus? <laughs> well, you're reindeer, Dad. I know that much. Yeah.